What's up, Karis? I got Karis on this podcast today. Hey. I'm doing good. How are you? Good, good, good. So I want to first say thank you so much for joining on this podcast. Um, this is our first time uh, doing this, and I just feel like it will be a true blessing to all of us, um, including myself that we'll be able to share some things um, and after we get done recording to be able to send it out to our All Nations um, Puritans Department, AKA the Lit Angels, Loving, Intelligent and Talented Angels. So how are you feeling on today? I'm feeling good, happy to be here another day. Good, good. Um, So how, like, how are you? As a young Christian, how are you handling this um, pandemic? Um, I'm handling it pretty well. I just have to remind myself every day that God can get us through anything. So I just try to stay positive through it all and just hope that it doesn't last forever. Amen. Amen. Coming from a true young person, you know, it's just, it's really, um, shows God that, you know, you do depend on him and you love him and you know that no matter what's going on around you, that you continue to have that faith in him and everything will work itself out. Um, So today we are going to be talking about um, personalities, um, our self-worth, so we're going to call this podcast Defining Your Self-Worth and Everything. So what do you think about that? I think self-worth is something that everybody needs to work on. I feel like some people don't think that self-worth is a major key in life, but it is because self-worth has an effect on you and it, people, it has an effect on how people see you in the world. Okay, okay. So with that, like, is that like, what do you feel like? Is that, like I said, the personality um, of a person, how a person should carry themselves? I think, yes, with how they carry themselves, their standards, and just how they act towards people, your actions as well. Okay, okay, cool. What do you think about, okay, so let's start with, um, We'll start with the inner man 
of a person, the inner, uh, it might not even make sense, but <laughs> your, your, um, your self-esteem. So let's start with the inner part of your, your mind and uh, how you think, you know, not so much of your looks, but we're going to start on the inside of a person. So we know that God looks at the heart of a person, right? And so, so what do you think about um, people who like, I don't know, let's start with the self-esteem. So what do you think about people who have low self-esteem about just themselves or, you know, how can you, as being a young um, Christian, how can you help somebody who has a low self-esteem? Well, first, I think that with having a low self-esteem in our modern age and generation, I feel like social media does play a big part on that. Um, If somebody sees somebody else on social media doing better than them, and they're doing exactly what they're doing, but they're not getting the same results. I feel like it brings their self-esteem down. But I feel like with self-esteem, you have to find yourself and find what works for you. So if I were to tell some to help somebody build up their self-esteem, I would definitely tell them to work on their self, get closer to God, and just find their self. Okay, cool. And what about the things that they say, like, um, you know, with young people, I was young once. (laughs) um, And I do know for me, uh, growing up, you hear grownups, you know, um, doing a lot of cussing and stuff. And so you pick up on those type of words. And, um, you know, do you feel like... um, the words that we say out of our mouths, um, not just just cussing, but even with gossiping about people. Um, do you feel like that's uh, something that a young person should be like doing? Um, does that, you know, I mean, I know, it, does it make them like a bad person? Is there anything wrong with gossiping? Is there anything wrong with cussing? Um, I feel like gossiping that, hmm, I would say gossiping is nothing, it's, it is something wrong with it, but everybody, like, does it here and there, although, like, everybody makes mistakes, but I feel like gossiping is judging someone, and we shouldn't judge anyone, and I feel like when you're gossiping, people tend to look at you, and some people will see that, and bring themselves away from you. Mm-hmm. But some people will engage in it. And with cussing, I feel like we pick that up and we just think that it's it's cool. Like we see adults doing it and we're just trying to be grown when we're cussing. And cussing doesn't really get you anywhere. It doesn't make you sound smarter. It doesn't. It's just pointless. Mm-hmm. I was trying to look this um scripture uh why do you think people um why do you think people feel like um they have to to cuss because i hear a lot of young people and like i said i was young too 
But I was always told, like, Kawana, shut up because you can't cuss. Um, and basically, they were saying I didn't know how to use the words. But nowadays, you hear a lot of kids, whether there is um, adults, elderlies, or whatever that's right there, they tend to don't care that the, the, the elderly person is there. So they tend to just basically disrespect. So why do you think that they have that mindset? Because it has to start with the mind. It has to start. That's why I want to start with the self-esteem because it really has to start with a self-esteem about themselves. Well, I think first their parents let them know that it's okay to do that their parents don't discipline them not to curse in front of elderly people or just in general. And also, if they're around friends, sometimes they just try to put up an image mm-hmm. in front of their friends that really isn't them. So, I don't, I don't know. Good, good. I like, I like. Okay, so... Um, so now we're talking about the, the mouth, the speaking, um, and I know that the scripture says, uh, life and death is held in the power of your tongue. And that's, um, as I'm kind of talking, I'm trying to go, um, to that scripture, but what we speak is either going to help or is going to hinder. And when we speaking, we're supposed to speak positive to one another. We're supposed to speak out of love to one another. And um, unfortunately, living in this day and time, a lot of people, they forget about... um, like I said, they forget about the respect of not only themselves, but others. If that makes sense. Mm-hmm. So um, what God wants us to do is he wants us to be leaders for other people. Even as y'all, you know, you've been young and everything he wants you to, you know, you don't have to <laughs> be wearing a, a a tag that says, I follow Jesus, so you should follow me, you know, because anybody can wear that shirt. Let's remember that Satan was even in, you know, in the choir stand in heaven and um, he got cast down. So. Anybody can put on a shirt that says, I love God. But what God looks at, he don't look at the outer appearance of a person. He looks um, at the heart of a person. And if you choose to speak evil things or if you choose to keep, you know, um, saying bad words or or cussing or anything like that, um, God, God will get you. He will get you. And if you say that you love him, 
and you are a follower of him, then that needs to be shown to other people. So by you, well, right now there's no school or anything, but when there was school, <laughs> um, how do you even at school, how, how, how do you as a young person, how do you show others that you are of Christ? Um, I think my actions in the way I am at school, I think that definitely shows how I am. And out of school on social media, I do tend to talk about God a lot. Or if anybody ever comes to me with the problem, I always bring up God in the situation and how he can heal, help, or guide them. And I feel like from then, it just spreads on to everybody else. Let's talk about God. Okay. Um, that's good. So you're not afraid to put it out there who God is, even if it is on social media. Because a lot of people, they won't even say that. They won't even say anything about how good God was or how, you know, like if um, there was in a car accident, someone even say, you know, God was my protector, you know, like they won't even do a testimony on how good God is. But, you know, God wants, uh, I mean, that I think to me, that's what I've learned growing up is when you talk about God, there's going to be people that's going to be in that circle that's not going to want to hear anything about God. And I'm like, oh my God, girl, look, uh, you go to church all the time. I'm, I don't, I do not want to be hearing all of this. But do you think that should stop you from talking about God because maybe one person don't care to hear about God? No, that's when you remove that person out of your life. They're not meant to be there. Amen. So I think we had a discussion before. So when you remove people from your life, which is a good, you know, because you can't, you know, walk together. You're not like-minded, but we are to draw them. So we remove them out of our lives. How can we draw them? Do you feel like God will remove them as a temporary to where, you know, okay, now it's time for you to go back and witness. Do you think that if they came back across your path, would you even speak to them? Um, if they come back across my path and I've seen that they've changed and they start walking in a better direction, then yes, I would definitely see myself talking to them again or being friends like in any situation. Okay. Do you feel like you cho you are um, the chosen one that God is choosing to um, help others? Yes, I do. Yes. And what makes you think that? Um, because for a while I was sitting here looking for somebody like how I am now to help me and guide me. And as I went through dark times, it brought me closer to God and now I'm able to help people and they've come back to me and they've thanked me for the talks that we've had, the guidance that I've gave them. 
and everything. Okay. So do you feel like the help that you receive, are you able to go out and help others with the help that you receive? Yes. Because there are, there's always someone else in the world that is going through something that you have went through or are currently going through. Okay. Um, so I want to read, oh, the other scripture with the life and death is held in the power of your tongue is Proverbs 18 and 21. Um, I want to read to you first Peter um, chapter 2, verse 9. But you are, this is the NIV version, but you are a chosen people, a royal priesthood, a holy nation, God's special possession, that you may declare the praises of him who called you out of darkness into wonderful light. And I want to go ahead and read verse 10. Once you were not a people, but now you are the people of God. Once you had not received mercy, but now you have received mercy. And this right here is just letting us know that God chose us. He did not choose us to sit down on our behinds and do nothing. He chose us so that we can go out and be able to be a blessing to the kingdom. To be a blessing unto him. So... I am very grateful because even if it's one to five people that, you know, he chooses and go out, it will be able to help a multitude of people and stuff. And so um, I'm really grateful for that. What about you? I am grateful because with going out and helping people, it always betters them and brings them closer to to Christ. Okay. Yep. Bring you closer to Christ. And I think we have also talked to we um how can we I think we had this on our discussion last night. Um if we're having a relationship with God, how can we apply God to our daily life? Praying, taking out time in your day and just give it to him. No social media, no phone, nothing, just him. Whether that's reading a scripture, listening to somebody talk about Christ, a sermon, anything. Mm-hmm. Amen. I, nothing more I can say on that part because that's all God wants. I always tell y'all that if you even just give God five minutes of your time, he'd rather have five minutes than to have no minutes. None whatsoever. He'd rather have some sort of time. And honestly, you know, people may look at five minutes as being like a long time. I mean, if you just take um, a book not so much of a book, but a chapter of a book, whatever book you want to read, and you take that one little chapter out the Bible now, and you read that, most of these, you know, scriptures, you know, uh, may have about 30. It may take you about two minutes just to read 30 little scriptures. And then you take the other three minutes and just pray. Or you may take the other two minutes and write down what you think you learned from it. From it. 
or you may, and then take one minute just to pray. So any time that you can give to God, God will be so grateful. He will be like, oh, they're talking to me. Oh, they're reading that word. And then next thing you know, gradually you'll go to, okay, I'm going to read, you know, first Peter um, chapter one. Okay. Then the next day you might say, you know what? That was a little too short. I think I'm going to read two chapters this time and just gradually just next thing you know, you're read more and more and more and we should do that on a daily basis just like you get up you have to wash your face every day you got to take your bath every day which you're supposed to anyways as part of keeping your bodies clean um you got to brush your teeth every day at least you're supposed to that's part of not having stanky breath <laughs> so you know what i'm saying you could go without combing your hair <laughs> Like, come on, wash your face, brush your teeth, put on some deodorant. So, yeah, keep your body clean, you know? And we have to eat every day. So why not give God some time every day? And even if we just encourage somebody, maybe just, you know, just for them to hear, like, if they come to you and they... um you know, tell you about their issues and all that kind of stuff. And you may not understand what they're saying, but you just tell them, you know what? Just pray about it. God got you. God, got you. Just that is an encouraging to somebody. And God would appreciate that because you just spoke a positive thing into their lives. And when people see that, they see that bright light in you. They see that God in you. And you just from spoken word just from a smile just from making them laugh or anything you could be that light to their path to christ mm -hmm. am i right or am i wrong you're right 100 right yeah so is there something you want to say no not on no, <laughs> you covered it all you did good on covering it <laughs> so yeah so um so i know we're talking about self-worth and i think i just kind of touched on keeping your body clean and everything so <laughs> so and that is part of you know taking care of god's um you know he made us he created us and that's part of taking care of it is to present our bodies as a living sacrifice. But we don't want to present a stanky looking body and everything because we need to show God we're keeping ourselves up and everything. Now, now I'm not saying that God's going to be like, because you didn't take a bath today, you can't come to me. No, 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 no. That's not what I'm saying here. But I'm Fortunately, people are very, very judgmental mm -hmm. and that's something they shouldn't be because the only person who can judge you is who? God. Only person. And, but what I'm saying is, um, is basically just kind of, it's not saying, oh no, you're not safe if you don't, you know, clean your body. So let me just let you know that now. That's not nowhere near, you know, God takes you how you are. 
in your heart, in your mind. Um, you come to him and you can just probably just leave the club and be all clothes hanging and everything. The church of the doors are open. You come in there and you fall down on your knees and ask God to save you. He will accept you. The people of a church who's not judgmental will save you. All nations is one of those churches that is not judgmental and they will help you, you know? So, and I thank God for being around very loving family, church family. Um, but what I'm saying is present yourself because uh, like I said, a lot of people, they are very uh, judgmental, but if you present yourself, you're showing yourself that you're worthy of keeping yourself up. You understand? So, and not only on the outside, but also on the inside. Sometimes what people forget to do is uh, pray and ask God to cleanse their heart. Mm-hmm. And that's like my daily, my daily prayers. Lord, cleanse my heart. If there's anything in my heart that is just so much not like you any hatred any dislike anything cleanse me because i want to be right as possible so um but that's part of your self-worth that's part of presenting sorry my phone is just texting because it's gonna pick up on the sound but that's part of um keeping yourself right. That's part of showing God that you are appreciative of the body that he's giving you. As well as uh, that came out of Romans chapter 12. Um, But as far uh, as well as you know, people who smoke and they do drugs and, and they're doing nothing but really messing up their bodies this is where we really have to help people and they need to have that understanding. But a lot of them is not going to have that understanding because of they're out there. And those are the people that we have to go out. We have to pray for, we have to speak to, we have to encourage, but we don't judge. And I've seen people come off the streets, not because of Kiwana, but because myself didn't judge them. I didn't go beat them with the Bible and say, get out the streets, get off the drugs. But I've seen their life slowly turning around. I don't smoke hardly no more. I went from 10 packs a day down to two packs a day. It's a process. Mm-hmm. The process. Anything you want to say? I might have a scripture. Go ahead. It's John chapter 15, verse 16. Mm-hmm. You did not choose me, but I chose you and appointed you so that you might go and bear fruit. Fruit that will last and so that what whatever you ask in my name, the Father will give you. And that's out of the NIV version. Okay. And what does that mean to you? I feel like if we, like you're saying, like if we just go to God and give him our problems, like the people that we go and talk to, 
if they just go to God, God will help you through everything. Mm-hmm. That's what that means. That's true. So I was reading Romans 12, chapter 1. And I'm just going to start with the first uh, verse um, to the second. Therefore, in NIV version, therefore, I urge you, brothers and sisters, in view of God's mercy, to offer your bodies as a living sacrifice, holy and pleasing to God. This is your true and proper worship. Do not conform to the pattern of this world, but be transformed by the renewing of your mind. And then you will be able to test and prove what God's will is, his good, pleasing, and perfect will. And I am very curious. I, darn it, I like um, the message Bible, but I'm using another phone. Um, Hold on. Let's see if it'll let me. Um, yeah, no, it won't let me do it because uh, I'm on another phone. Are you able to pull up the message by version? Um, do you have that on your your phone? How do you normally do it? Oh, because it is on your Bible and your Bible app. Because I'm using a phone to record, so this is all gonna be on here. They're gonna be like, "Oh my god!" But I like the message. I'm curious about the message version, and um, I'm very curious about the message version. Did we bring up love? Not yet. Okay. No. I ain't gonna move forward. I do not know how to get to the message. Okay. Oh my God. Maybe next time because I can't. I don't see. I don't. Oh, maybe I can. I'm so crazy. I think I was scared <laughs> to turn it off. Stop being such a chicken, Kawana. Okay. So what did I say? What was that? Romans 12? Yeah, because you know what? So I remember a long time ago I read the message and it was just very powerful. And now our pastor loves the message version of stuff. So it says, so here's what I want you to do. God helping you take your everyday ordinary life you're sleeping, eating, going to work, and walking around life and place it before God as an offering. Embracing what God does for you is the best thing you can do for him. Don't become so well-adjusted to your culture that you fit into without even thinking.
nothing. And whatever God says, whatever God does, hey, it's on him. But what do we have to do as believers? What should we do as believers? God said for us to do it. Then we got to do what? You went out for like that whole time. Did I? Yes, like I couldn't hear you. I don't know if it was my phone or yours. Oh my God, please tell me that it recorded my the verse. It's still recording. Yeah. I just couldn't hear you. Ah. So you didn't hear the scripture? No. I heard the beginning. I heard when you started talking and then it just went out. Oh my goodness. I'm upset now. Okay. Anywho. So. <laughs> oh my God. Is this our practice? <laughs> please tell me this is just our practice because right now i'm about to be like oh shoot okay what should we do okay i'll tell you what we're gonna stop it there because if that's scripture that means i need to so this right here will let me know i need to like write it all down i don't have um the message i have the new king james version and the nrb so that means i need to write it all down and for possibility of scriptures mm-hmm. and we'll go from there okay. so what we'll do is we'll stop it we'll listen to it and if you want we can um do it again today or we can do it tomorrow okay and stuff so uh we'll stop we'll listen to it and we'll kind of critique what was good which i think the conversation was good and then Mm -hmm. we'll um get our scriptures together and i think if we have let's have a Let's have a, uh, what you call that, an interchanging uh, type of conversation, too. So let's go with, everything was great. Let's go with, like, we asking each other type of questions to make it more interacting. Okay. And stuff. Because um, I think it's better if young people hear you more than they hear me. Okay. And so, so let's come back to this. Um, how about we record tomorrow, but we'll talk later. Okay. Cool with you? Yes. All right. Thank you, my dear.